Hello friends, I'm Amanda Barr. And I'm Rebecca Lou Brennan, and welcome to Dance Principles United, the podcast. Together, we are passionate about helping studio owners with the business of running their studio. Join us as we talk everything from marketing systems, studio culture, motherhood, life, and everything in between. This is the Dance Principles United podcast. Well, hello everyone. It is Beck here today and I am so excited to introduce you to two amazing women from Global Dance Tours. Global Dance Tours has been one of the very first companies in Australia to organize dance tours uh, and they are absolutely amazing. So I would love to introduce to you Mina and Victoria. How are you guys going today? Great, thank you on this beautiful sunny day. Thanks for having us, Beth. We we are so excited to have you guys and Mina and I traveled together in 2016 to America. It was actually, I just found out it was her first tour which I didn't actually know because you would never have known because it was so incredible Uh, but we went to America and that was my first time ever doing anything like that and it was just such an amazing experience and um, I absolutely loved it so tell us a little bit about what you guys would do on a tour. We're literally there for you 24-7. I've had knocks on the door in the middle of the night with uh, you know things going on and people needing things so we're, we're there for you. Um, well, we do exciting things, uh, predominantly the USA, majority of our tours of the USA because um, the draw card, of course, is Disneyland Universal. Mm. But um, uh, for many studios who are repeat customers like you, Beck, um, we are finding that they're wanting to do more cultural things. So they'll do Europe um, or they'll do uh, Asian countries. And if they just want to do something more inclusive, they're doing a lot of cruises, which we've done together as well. Yep, loves it. Keeps the cost a little bit down and it just kind of gets more more of the studio families together, which we're finding is very, very popular. Yeah, now America was, for me, the things that I remember the most, okay, the number one thing I remembered the most was that we went to Cirque du Soleil and it was a big surprise that they organised a stretch hummer for all the kids and and adults and we just like that was the best ever like it was amazing I whinged at first and said to Mina and Rose I don't want to go to Disneyland and dance because I just wanted it to be all about the workshops I was like no you'll love it Beck you'll love it and I was like oh I'm gonna hate it it was amazing like that was one of the best moments as well so those of you who are teachers like me out there who think Disneyland's gonna be crap it's absolutely not it's insane um and what would my other thing be um um, Disneyland itself was amazing. And when we went, it was Halloween one time and then not Halloween the other. Do you remember that? Yeah. They were going from not Halloween into Halloween. So the difference in Disneyland with that was amazing. It was just insane. The whole thing was so incredible. Um, what is your best thing that you think about the tours? Like what's your favourite thing that you love to do with people? Um, I've been doing it now for what, since 2010. Uh, And I suppose I'm now going on another tour in April. This is going to be their, I think, fourth tour with me. And I've been travelling. They're a regional school from Victoria. I've taken schools from city kids to regional kids. And what this did was bring the whole community together. They've got a population of like a 1,000 in their little regional town. And these people that are coming with me in April don't even dance anymore and they're coming again. So the kids of some of them have grandchildren and some of the girls are ex-dancers and they're in their 20s. A couple of them are married 
and they're coming on tour with us to dance again because the experience was so amazing. So every time they come, this is their, as I said, fourth tour with us, we change it a little bit. So we modify it. And that's one thing we do at Global. We're not a cookie cutting tour. Whatever you want to do, we'll customise that tour around what you want to do. And if something happens like if you decide, oh, we want to inject this into the group tour, we will make that happen for you and we'll find ways. And it might not be America. It might be a destination like Singapore. Find ways for performance opportunities there and doing something different. So if you decide to do a tour later down the track because you had such a great time, um, we can create something that's completely different from the first. So you get people who have already travelled come again. So I understand, Beck, you're looking at Europe now. I am. Can't wait. So that, again, will be a different experience. So the existing parents that or children, that students that have travelled will go again and have a different experience and then new people will come on board as well. And it just brings families together. And the only other thing I'll say also is you might have students that might do one or two classes and what I find after a tour they have such an amazing experience that they might pick up more classes because they loved it so much they it created inclusivity with other students that might be there more full-time and they just love the whole experience yeah it's interesting that you say that because I think a lot of studios out there will think that they have to have this super elite group going over and it can only be their elite kids. And, you know, I think that's a bit of a mistake, to be honest, because I think we took whoever and anyone and everyone and there were amazing dancers in there and then there were not so amazing. But some of those not so amazing, I think then can become your most amazing, exactly what you're saying, because they're so inspired. The other thing I love about the tours is, People who don't dance still have an amazing time because things are organised for them. So I think a lot of families and probably a lot of studio owners out there listening think that, oh, well, it's going to suck for the dads and the brothers and all of that sort of stuff because they're going to be sitting there waiting for everyone to dance. But what Global does is then creates these incredible days for those people. So I know when our kids were doing workshops, all of them went like on a tour around Beverly Hills or something, right? Like it was so, and they loved it. It was so much fun. Right. So there's all of that. And there's also free time in there where they'll say to you, okay, this is your free time. So here's some suggestions of what you can do. So you can go off as families and do that stuff as well. So it's not always everyone together, Correct. right? And we're, we're very uh, mindful that there are the, you know, the dads and the, the, sons so if there's any type of sporting event going on depending on the time of year that you travel we'll tap into that and we'll do the baseball we did well actually for us it was a pre-season game we ended up going to the ice hockey I did not yeah, really. you didn't go well we went we, yeah. I, I took I took many families I was with you at the ice hockey we yeah we've done together. that together but I've actually yeah. taken that was a that was just spur of the moment and a lot of that stuff is spur of the moment and when you kind of think okay well there's a game we're in Anaheim we don't have anything on at night who wants to go and it's literally it literally can be organized within 24 hours we really get organized because we understand that everybody needs to have a nice experience and the more you know the, the more fun they're having the more um opportunity that they'll actually want to do it again so totally. nice. It's hilarious that I didn't go because those of you who know me know that I would never go to a sporting event. Although now my partner is so into sport that I have been to multiple football games watching him play football. So there you go. Things change. But um, I think like just that chop and change is great. And mm. the fact and the fact that we didn't have to all go as well. That's right. You know, like so if you were interested in that, go. If you're not interested in it, don't go. So I wanted to ask you guys 
I just wanted to talk a little bit about COVID. Mm-hmm. And I know we're all sick of talking about COVID, but I do feel like it's really interesting to see how different businesses pivoted through COVID. And you guys know that the dance industry had to go on Zoom. We had to do all the things. We had to really struggle to survive. But a travel agency, there are so many travel agencies that closed down. Of That's the first thing. Yes. So I know that for a fact. How did you guys pivot through COVID or how did, you know, you make it through to become now, I think, one of the most successful travel agencies in Sydney, right? Well, Rose Ring is the director. Um, and what's interesting about that is Rose sort of did that back in 2000, when 2000, in a way, prior to COVID, um, retail, travel agents, retail, everything went online. So in her mind, she's like, what do I do here? And that's when the groups evolved, global evolved back in 2000. And um, that's when, you know, it was created. They were the first to do these dance tours and it came from there. Now, when COVID happened, um, it was really interesting because we're like, wow, what do we do now? Rose used that time. She closed her studio, her um, retail office in uh, Westfield because the rent was so high. You can all appreciate that. And she moved into an area which most of her, you know, studios were, um, even though she's global all over Australia. And she opened up the travel agency there for much less rent. And people were walking past thinking, are these people crazy? (laughs) What are they doing? But we used that time together. As her staff, she's had her staff for over 25 years. Some of them have been there since they left school um, to really work and plan what's going to happen. We knew it was going to open up. Of course, it's going to open up. We couldn't be in lockdown forever. So we used that time to plan when it was going to open up about what to do. And that's where we, where Rose and the team created new ideas for new tours. Other parts of the world were open when we weren't. Like the States were, were open before us. Lots of parts in Europe were open before us. So connecting with that to create these new opportunities for dance schools and now we're busier than ever, which yes. is fantastic. Incredible. And I heard that 82% of Australians are going to be overseas this year. Yes. Yes. That's insane. Yes. yes. Like that is absolutely crazy that that many people, it's not It's not crazy because we all yep. probably just want to travel, but what a smart thing to do to change where she was, to pivot. I remember coming in during that time and she was even selling clothes yes. in her yep. travel agency. Jewelry and clothing, that's right. Right. Now that's so smart as well, because it's like, okay, we can't sell this right now. Let's bring something else in that we can sell. And, you know, I heard Mark Gora speak um, a couple of weeks ago and he was just absolutely incredible. And what he was saying, it was a convenience center conference, believe it or not. But what he was saying to people is there is going to be a, maybe not another COVID, but there is going to be ebbs and flows in business. There's nothing you can do about that. There's possibly going to be a financial crisis. There's possibly going to be this or that. It's the way to survive in business is to pivot through it. Correct. You can't just ignore it and leave it. You have to actually pivot through it and change the way that you're doing things. And we found the same with studios. The studios who really pivoted through it and the studios who actually changed what they were doing and worked really hard at doing that were the ones who survived and the ones who didn't do that are the ones that don't survive. So I guess I'm saying out there to listeners, you know, at the end of the day, if you have a business and you think that you can just keep doing what you're doing and stay in the same lane, you can't. That's not how the world works. You've got to keep navigating through. Otherwise, you never, 
you're never going to survive, right? Well, that's the thing. Victoria was just saying we were selling uh, we were selling uh, jewelry and and dresses. Yeah. So people would come in and buy a dress, and then they would connect with us as people. Yes. And we'd start talking about travel. Now they would remember that we've had so many people come in buy a dress and then come back later and now start booking. The moment that it, well, they were able to, they'd start booking. So. It wasn't just selling a dress. It mm. was about connecting with another human being and forming that bond, making them, uh, you know, understand well, we're there and the, the, that's the way it works and it makes a difference. And in coming back to that point, I remember when we were doing it, like people did think we were crazy yeah. and some people would walk in probably because they were bored because they needed people interaction because they're at home <laughs> and they were doing their coal shopping. So they're <laughs> like, oh, wow, there's a person in that office and they come in and go, what are you guys? Um, a travel agency or whatever and we'd say well we're a travel agency but we're doing this and exactly what Mina said mm. those people are now coming back in and they book their travel with us because they stopped we had a conversation with them and I think in regards to business exactly what Beck said is is connecting mm. going back to that old way of connecting with people in a different way yeah. um to, yeah, create that and I think on our tours that's exactly what we do yeah, we're with the families we're helping them. You know, I've had, there's so many stories to tell. Some of them I can't repeat. But, you know, um, you know, someone's left their laptop on the bus and they're freaking out. Now, if you're with just your kids and your family, you are spending that day looking for that laptop. We say, go and enjoy the park. Do what you need to do. We will find it. We will track it down. Yeah. We're doing the legwork for you. There's nothing you need to do. You arrive at your hotel. You get your room done for you. Here's your key. Here's your tickets. Here's whatever. So it's very seamless. Yes, it is a dance tour. Coming back to those dads, I had a dad say to me, oh, when I thought a dance tour, I thought of Abby Lee. <laughs> I said no. And they still message me when they're on a holiday through Messenger going, we're in Singapore, we wish we were here to tell us where to eat. So it's it's more than just a dance tour, but it's a whole experience. Oh, totally. And every little thing is done for you. That's the crazy part. Like you don't have to think about where to go, what to do, any of those things. It's just all done for you. And it's, it, it is what I love and I found with most of my studios we all know as parents, you know, we drop off the kids, literally just drop them off, don't get out of the car. We don't get to meet anybody. And these um, tours are a great mm -hmm. opportunity to meet other other parents, which we never spend any time with because, face it, uh, you know, you're usually at a concert with them or something. You're not talking. You're not getting to know anyone. These are opportunities for those parents to come together. So I've had numerous groups we were taken away and all of a sudden the pa the parents have become such good friends they, you know, going out to dinners afterwards and, and you know, connecting. We also had a group that the, we actually were talking in Anaheim and said, oh, maybe we should do a mum's tour and go to um, New York. And the following April, one year later, that's exactly what we did. So all the mums went away because they just, they, they got to know each other. They got to like each other. And because they live in the same area, they've become lifelong friends now. So it's a very, very beautiful part of the tour to see those connections with people. And it's true. My connection with Mina now, I mean, she's like family. You know, like I have her rocking board <laughs> from her child's room in my house and that's just from us connecting that time. And I think 
What's interesting about you guys is your incredible customer service. So what I'd love you to talk about a little bit is how you create that customer service and that culture within your business, because we're always talking to our studio owners about the fact that a lot of studio owners just have their teachers come in and teach, but they don't actually bring them together as a team. And so it's just like them teaching, but their ethics and everything that they want their studio to be doesn't really emulate that. Whereas the studios who bring their team in and have them together and really help them with that customer service side of things. So there's heaps of people out there that are great teachers of dance and they're great in the classroom. But what about talking to clients? What about talking to the parents? What about upselling? What about that stuff we forget about as studio owners? And that is so, so important. So what do you think are some tips you could give about how you create that incredible customer service? Look, I think uh, it does come naturally. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, just going back to COVID a minute, um, Rose, we could have all stayed home. We could have all gone for our walks and did whatever. But um, Rose insisted on us coming into the office. Mm -hmm. At the time, we thought it was very unusual and we didn't think it was necessary. But in hindsight, it was actually the, the main part of it was for us to be connected to each other, to, to uplift us and to be excited about what the future is going to hold, even though we really didn't know what the future was going to hold. But I think that 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 being united and you know feeling like we're in it together I think mm. it was really important um so yeah I think that and and it does come with you know I know Victoria and I Rose all of the all of our um staff we actually love mm. love what we do mm. we love it and we love people and mm. we care about people and I think in, in this respect, I mean, you know, the girls in the office, they do an amazing job in so far as the logistics part of it. Yeah. But when it comes to the actual tour, we actually really care and love people and we connect with them. And, you know, in my my opinion, I think um, I learned something from everybody, every single person in there, no matter how old they are. And I love to see, you know, these young kids grow up and I, you know, I look at old photos and they're all shorter than us and then yeah. they're all taller than us in no time and yeah. it's just a beautiful connection to see and, and you know, it's... The, the, uh, the thing is, too, exactly what Mina said, you can have, coming back to a dance teacher, amazing technical ability and maybe amazing teacher, but what makes a great teacher, and we can look at this from a teacher at school to a teacher in a dance class or a coach, mm -hmm. is that someone that absolutely wants to be there and actually cares about the person and the person you're, or the student that they're, they're looking after. So, you know, they can have phenomenal credentials and this can go across any genre or any industry that you're in. But the fact that they want to be there and the fact that they love what they do makes a bit of a difference. We can logistically take you overseas and we can take you on a tour and go, here we go, here's your tickets, on board, whatever. But we don't do that because we love seeing you grow. And for some families, this is a trip of a lifetime. Mm -hmm. This is the one and only experience that they're ever going to have that they save to go overseas. Like some of these kids in regional schools, you know, they're, they're shoveling manure to get on this tour mm. they're working so hard to be on this tour mm. and we appreciate that because not everyone has the luxury to mm. be able to do that as well mm. and those connections are so important aren't they like connecting with your clients and again there's studio owners out there who are like I don't want my waiting I don't want any parents in my waiting room anymore now after COVID because I love it 
And I totally get that because parents are really difficult to deal with. You both would know that. I'm sure you've had some doozies of parents at some of your tours. Parents can be very difficult to deal with because they love their kids and they want their kids to succeed and they're doing the best that they think at the time, obviously. But I think, you know, reconnecting with parents now, reconnecting with those clients, it's, it's, you've got to do it. And doing something like a tour is a great way to do that. It really is. Hey, I wanted to quickly talk about the cruise because that's something a little bit different that people probably don't even know exists. I certainly didn't know that existed as a tour until I did it. But that was an amazing experience. The kids got to dance on the cruise. Um, they got to meet the people who were performing on the cruise. They got to ask them questions. That was really cool. Um, and I think the great part about it as well is the kids are always together. So parents get a break. Like those of you who have children, lots of children. So, you know, I just went to um, Queensland for a holiday. I, don't, I haven't told you guys this. So I went to Queensland for a holiday. It was the most horrendous experience of my whole life. And like we stayed in great places and everything, but just having five kids on a tour or on a holiday was no, we thought it was going to be fun. and we, It was not fun. But I think when you're on a tour with five kids, there's that many other kids for them to play with. It actually is fun because you can relax as parents because they're all playing together, right? Yes, correct. And the great thing is, you know, like, like Dick said, we don't restrict anybody, um, you know, as to where you need to be or whatever. But what we do offer is a group dinner which is a lovely way to, you know, if everyone's gone off, done their thing on the on the um, on port or you know during the day, what have you, they all have that opportunity to meet up at dinner time, you know, discuss the day, hang out, go see a show, do whatever. So there is always that reconnection time, no matter what's going on during the day, and it just keeps everybody together. The night then flows. So so coming back to the cruising, back like um, the experience, you can do a local cruise as well. So it's not just an international and. Exactly what Beck said, like cruising at the moment, everyone's got this stigma about COVID with cruising. I've done two since then. We went to Alaska, Mina oh, and I yes, together, right. and I've done whatever. The policies they've got in place, I'm not trying to sell cruising by no means, <laughs> but what I'm saying is it is brilliant for young kids especially because so, of the groups. It is relaxing. They get to dance exactly that and do the workshops, and it's so easy. You're literally getting on. You got your bags down, you're sailing and you're getting off. And sometimes to experiment with your dance school, you could do a three-day up, which we've done. Now, um, I don't want to name lots of different dance schools, but Static is one of those dance schools that will do something each year, but it might be something really small. It might be just a three-day thing. And it's a taster for parents to go, oh, wow, this is actually really fun. Okay, I might take the next step and we might do America or we might do Europe. So it's a little, there's something you can do there. Another thing option is we've done Queensland where we did a beautiful group, absolutely gorgeous. They're from the Shire and she wanted to do something small to kick off from COVID and we went to Noosa. They did competition, they did workshops. We hung out at a resort. It was just a three-day, four-day thing. Most of the mums came. It was so beautiful. So there's little things you can do as well domestically that um, we could do together as well as, as a tour if you didn't want to take the leap and go to, the, go to America. Yeah, I love that. And I'm taking uh, some of my dancer clients to Daydream Island, which is just such a beautiful place. And that's the cool part as well. You guys know all the great places. So when you go and talk to you guys, you know the best places to go, what suits your studio, what would work. 
you know, all of the things. Because I was intending on going back to America and now I'm going to Europe instead in April because Rose was like, no, you try, try this. This is something really different. So it's good to get guided by you guys on that as well, right? Absolutely. Yes, yes absolutely. Um, I wanted to ask you guys about Expo. Now you're coming to Expo and you are donating two tickets to Vegas with all accommodation, all the things. And we are so excited about that. Um, what are you going to talk about at Expo and what can they expect in your session there? Are you guys going to talk about what they can do on tour? What are you? Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll explain. We'll give them um, itineraries. We'll let them know what, the, what their options are. Um, I think the thing is with each individual studio, everybody is in a different um, stage. Some may, may not, like Victoria said before, they haven't ever done anything. Maybe they want to start with something small. So it really all depends. So we are we, we cater for everybody depending on what their needs are. And, you know, each area is very different. There's some of the uh, regional areas that have never even gone on an international flight. Mm. So really we're just going to give them everything. And we... We'll give them an overview, but then obviously we'll have to talk to them individually um, once the expo is over and we can explain to them, you know, what, what options they have. Some of those schools may think that they won't have enough people to go. What's the, like, is there a certain amount that has to be to go? We Well, we find that um, it's really up to um, it, well, each studio, but usually we'll go away with about 35 people. But at the end of the day, it needs to be comfortable for the dance principals as well insofar as being able to do a show with a number of students, performing yeah. students. I think that's the key. Mm. Um, but we open it to everybody. We've got lots of grandparents coming along, so it's not necessarily the number of people. We can go ahead with a tour of 30, 35 people if need be. Right. Um, but it's a matter of yeah, whether it's enough for the for the um, student pool. And that's not 30, 35 dancers. That's no, 30, no, 35 no. people. Correct, no, people. that's right. Yeah. But in Disney, they have a stipulation over there for people to know that they have to be seven year, seven and over right. to dance. Um, it used to be 15 dancers. Now it's gone to 20. But in saying that, we do get around that, like if you've got 16 or 17 dancers, you know, um, so we can get around that a little bit, you know, on the day. So you do need that. Uh, Disney has a lot of guidelines. Universal doesn't. They're right. Yeah, great dance. And they don't have to just dance. They can sing. They can perform. It, there might be a little bit of acro. They have, there's logistics with that. But they don't have to, you know, all dance. You can get someone who's a family member, which I've had that in a regional school, didn't have the numbers, and a family member who is a singer to make up that number and get up and perform a vocal, which is beautiful, actually. So it can be nice. So you don't have to. It doesn't have to all be dancers on a, on a tour. I love that. I love that. Well, how can people get in touch with you guys? What's the best way if they're interested in a dance tour? Um, I cannot recommend these guys highly enough. My tours with them have just been so incredible. It's a shame that we had to not do it so much through COVID, but we're so excited. I can't believe how many families are coming to our info night. We've got an info night next week. And that's the thing, guys, if you really pump this in your studio and get your studio excited about it, 
you would be surprised right now how many people want to go overseas with their family. They want to do this stuff. And for you to bring that into your school, it's a great way to retain kids yeah. and it's a great way to get those kids excited for something that's happening maybe in a year's time because you want to give them a year to fundraise it to get the money together, right? Yeah, the longer the better. That's in, in regards to fundraising too, I mean, there are incentives for dance principals. If you decide that you want a group, we discuss that with you. We have incentives. For the dance principal, um, if you want to get in touch with us, you can just come to globaldancetours.com.au um, or certainly you can email us as well at admin at globaldancetours.com.au and we will get in touch with you or just look up our number. Um, or better still, come to Expo and come and meet these guys yes. in person because then you can really chat to them about all the things possibly win that trip to Vegas, which would be absolutely incredible. So thank you so much for coming. It's been absolutely amazing to see you both. Um, and we cannot wait to see you guys at Expo. It's going to be so epic. And I hope lots of studios, you know, reach out to Global because they are amazing and you guys will not regret it. It'll be the best time ever. Thanks, thank Beck, for having us. It's been wonderful. So <laughs> and good luck, everyone, with the Expo. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Be so be. good. Make sure you guys grab your tickets. Um, and we will talk to you guys soon. Bye. Seeing you there. Bye. Bye.